0: Who's the MCU gonna call? Bill Murray. Our favorite golfing Ghostbuster is now a Marvel villain. Paul Rudd's age-defying secret is finally revealed. And somebody just made a lickable TV. Lickable? All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Healing primary directive. Get plugged in.
1: (laughs) We're (laughs) in. Rock,
0: paper, scissors, scissors ...are a sad, strange little man.
1: Throw the freaking hump,
0: imposter! What's that? even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. May question? Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And thank you so much for joining us on the Geek Underground episode, Unknown. It has been a couple months <laughs> since we were on the air. I think you're on episode 64, 65, 63. I'll, I'll figure it's it out. It's a It'll be titled, so for, forget whatever I'm saying now. It's a 60-something. <laughs> it's been a little while. Life changes have come our way, but we felt, all right, 2022, though, we took a few months off. 2022 will be the relaunching of our show. Really excited to be back with you. I don't know. How do you feel about this trash panda? This is Dadpool, by the way, with my co host, The Trash Panda. The Trash Panda. It's the year of the duck. It is the year of the duck.
1: Ducks have no feeling in their feet. However, I just watched a video with a load of ducks like leaving a house and it was snow outside and they all go outside and they're all together and they're all happy and then they're like, No, I'm not doing this. And then they run back in the house. (laughs) So is it really true that ducks have no feeling in their feet? Because I think the ducks were like, this is cold. This is wet. And this is freezing. And I don't like it. So I'm going back inside where it's warm and sensible.
0: Guys, it is really good to be back. I am really glad to be here with you. We love spending some time just talking about fun stuff in pop culture, everything geeky, everything nerdy, uh, touching on stuff like mental health, which we always do, which is of paramount importance in time like this. And we would love just to invite you as well to always reach out to us if you need anything. But Trash Panda... Trash Panda. Yes. It's been a long time since you've been able to start off a segment, so I'm letting you start off <gasps> our, our first segment of 2022. What do okay, you so
1: what we usually do at the beginning of every year is we do our crazy predictions. And funnily enough, the last crazy predictions we made... Most of them actually came true, even though we thought they were really funny and stupid. So, well, it's, e-
0: except for Ninja having a llama face transplant, that one didn't
1: really. Yeah, no, fun. that didn't. That but a lot of the, the other llama. ones actually did, which was really interesting and uh, surprising. So, we're going with our crazy predictions for 2022. Now, it's being the year of the duck has nothing to do with my prediction. Okay. Um, <laughs> however, The fact that it's been cold, there's obviously a lot of talk about global warming and everything else. And, you know, that's causing funky weather and everything else.
0: Flooding and ocean. So, of
1: course, if we're getting crazy weather and the oceans are rising, that means one thing. What's that? The real Sharknado is coming our way.
0: <laughs>
1: there will be a tornado with water in it and sharks that will attack everything. Can you
0: get through an episode without bringing up sharks? No. Can You got to get off it. We don't no. need to talk about sharks every single episode.
1: Yeah, we do. Because Meg Two the Trench is coming out, and I am super excited and Statham's back and he's going to punch a shark this time.
0: I was gonna say the only way I'd watch that is if Statham is back, and no, he will ride the shark like a sandworm.
1: No, he will punch it in the
0: face. He more rid it. Rid it? Rode it in the he Meg rid it. He rid it. He rid of it. You know what? <laughs> we're gonna move on what's your next prediction trash panda
1: so i'm i've been looking at a lot of the movies that are coming out because there's a lot of big movies coming out this year a lot of which have been pushed back but one of the movies we watched this year it did actually come out just the latter part of last year was james bond no time to die and i've got to say for me it was finally a craig dan uh, daniel craig daniel movie craig. i went the other way around um it's a finally a daniel craig movie apart from Casino Royale, that I actually enjoyed as Bond because it had the little witty n- nonsense in it, like, I blew him away. Ha, ha, ha. And, you know, it had or the I cars. Blew, I blew his mind. Yeah, I blew his mind, whatever it was. But those just little brain. things. He had the two Aston Martins, the one that the, you know, the the headlights go down and the guns come out and, oh, it was just, yeah, brilliant. You know, the the stunts that never would really happen in life, he'd be dead, all happened in this movie. But spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, he dies at the end. Wow. Now, I don't know how this is possible seeing as the fact they're already on the hunt for the new James Bond. I've had a massive argument with my dad once again because we argue about movies all the time, but the idea is is that maybe James Bond is just the name that goes along with the title sort of thing. Like there's always a money penny, but it doesn't have to be the same character. There's always an M that goes along with the same character there's always a cue blah 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 so is james bond just the name of that
0: role so it that's why we've had you know six different james bonds See, I, I don't think so though I, I think that james bond is more the ideal of the it has to still be the character mm-hmm. and and i think in the movie he needed to die. That actually made sense. The w- The way they did it, it felt fitting. But for the franchise and for the character of James Bond, I think it was the wrong decision to make because James Bond is that character, like Doctor Who. Yes, he will transition to something okay. else, but he never dies. So
1: here's what I'm suggesting is going to happen. If he is actually dead... Then there's two things. So we've got Q and Q is pretty amazing at loads of nonsense, like making invisible cars and all sorts of things. So he has got James Bond DNA and he's going to clone a new James Bond.
0: (laughs) That's your prediction.
1: But just like put his consciousness into another body like Ryan Reynolds and that other guy in that movie that we watched that I can't remember where he kind of transferred his, like, the murderer's consciousness into the policeman's oh, body so that yeah. he could find out who murdered oh, it. Oh, that was weird. So that could happen.
0: Selfless? Was that the name of that one?
1: Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I can't remember.
0: It wasn't very good.
1: But anyway, so transferring.
0: me eye candy. And then
1: you've got the, you know, you're transferring. So that, that could
0: happen. Yeah.
1: So you can have the transfer okay. of the body. Okay. Or they do a prequel kind of thing, but not a prequel, just another story before he dies.
0: Yeah, but again, he just never dies. It, it's just, that, that to me is the thing about James Bond is that's a character that just doesn't die and and that's what made him but fun. But the that's problem with Fleming- this character
1: now is the fact that even if he didn't actually die because you could say, oh, he jumped into the water and he was saved from the blast. Well, okay, well, let's go with that. But he'd already got sprayed with that weird stuff which makes him like now kryptonite to random people on the planet that he'll kill. So they've got to get rid of that somehow, and they can't. They said there's literally no way of getting rid of it. So that makes him kind of a difficult person to work with.
0: Oh, I, so- know. I understand. I, I just think that every James Bond takes place in its own... Uh, really just multiverse as yeah. it were it, it just they're independent stories they're not continuations it's not like here's the the next one in the in the storyline they're just kind of self-contained to a certain universe with that James Bond and so i guess we could just jump to a different multiverse and just pick up a different story from a different bond and that's just how it is and so that's why you could have a, a James Bond of color a female James Bond potentially which i know it, it goes no. against Ian Fleming's View of that, but you could if we're looking at the whole no, I don't, MCU multiverse. Okay, model so here
1: there is no female called James. I'm sorry, no. I, I, Jen I'm Bond? sorry. I'm set on the fact that it will be a man, Gemma Bond. I will not be happy if they pick a woman. I don't care if he's black, Indian, Chinese, or anything else. As long as he's British, I really don't care. Okay. It's or can enough. pull off a good British accent. If it's an American that can call off and a British and a a convincing British accent, I'm all good. But it has to be a man. I'm sorry. Women cannot apply for that one. And if they don't pick, what's his name from The Witcher and from Superman? Henry Cavill. Cavill. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Please. Barbara Broccoli, listen to me. Henry Cavill is your next Bond.
0: I know, but his finger is in so many different franchises But he wants it. I know.
1: He wants it. And he would drop stuff for that. And I'm like, yes, thank you. I Who will have that. Who was it that
0: went for it but was too young at the time? Cavill. Was it Cavill? Yeah. They, they went, okay. I thought Andrew Garfield was even someone that tried out for it at one point, but they just didn't. Possibly. The other guy they're forward. looking
1: at is um, Tom Hardy, which I don't think Tom Hardy would work myself. He's I know lots of people enough. like him, but he's a bit too rough for yeah. me. The other guy is the ma- i can't think of his name but he's the main guy from bridgerton he's
0: oh yes I yeah
1: know. I, I can see his face he would actually work really really well he's a bit young on my kind of for me because i i don't see bond as a 20 something i see bond in his 30s i think he needs to be older but not too old so i think he needs to be like early 30s and he just seems a bit too young
0: okay for me all right. Well, give me your, your, your one more prediction. Pick one more prediction. I will finish with one and then, then we can move on from this. Our 2022 predictions that we think they're going to happen. Um,
1: yeah, um, one. Okay. One more. My last prediction, Black Panther. We've got Black Panther 2, 1, Wakanda Forever coming out. Now we've That's heard November, rumors. Right? Yeah. You- about several different versions because obviously chadwick boseman died which is tragic because he was the perfect black panther and we've heard two different trains of thought about where they're going to go with who's going to become black panther
0: okay i have heard recently they are not recasting that role though so so black panther himself will not just be recast as somebody else it will be completely so it has
1: to be passed down to somebody so My hope is Shuri gets it. I hope
0: that as well. I, mean, I she really, really
1: do. I absolutely adore her. I think she's wonderful. I think she's got the right attitude. She's definitely trained highly enough. I mean, she could become the new Tony Stark of the Avengers as Black Panther because she's that smart. I mean, she's smarter than Tony Stark ever I was. Hope. Really and truly, that's the way I'm going. I have heard rumors that they may pick out um, Michael B. Jordan I was gonna say, as I, Killmonger and actually bring him back in as actual Black Panther. I don't
0: like that idea, though. I, I wouldn't mind if they found a way to save him, say, at the yeah. end of Black Panther, and then, then they bring him on. He, he's already a super soldier, right? I mean, he's already got the stuff. I, I mean, mean, everything is it. just and the he-
1: mentality he had and the way he wanted to destroy
0: everything and... But he had a great redemptive arc at the end. It, it felt like it came back to where he could have understood, saw where where uh, T'Challa was coming from, and so that there could maybe be that whole redemptive storyline that they follow through there and bring it back that way. But I
1: really, really, really i am going yeah. on the fact that I'm really hoping Shuri has it. Not to mention that actually the actress who plays Shuri again, name is just blindingly gone out of my brain today, not having a great day brain-wise, is actually a Christian, which is really awesome. Okay, I'm not sure if she will though, because she had said that she really wanted to step back from acting. Although she's signed up to be in Black Panther movies in the future, whether she'll want to take on that role fully, I don't know. So I think it may be up to her whether she wants it okay. or not.
0: It'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do with that again and trying to be respectful of Chadwick Boseman, who just yeah. played that role perfectly. He did, and we really want. I, I know Marvel wants to honor that and honor his legacy with that. So it will be. I'm excited to see how they do this because I, oh, I, yeah. I know it will be done respectfully. Absolutely. Um, now, mine though, I have only one, only one, and this one will prove to be true. and And fight me on it if you want. Okay. okay. So, so listen up. Paul Rudd's 2021 Sexiest Man Alive title is revoked on a technicality when he is revealed to be a charming, ageless vampire. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do
1: you know what? It's so stupid, it's probably true, because that guy does not age. I mean, how old is he, like 90? He's he's in his 50s, and he could easily
0: pass his 30-something. right? He could pass
1: his late 20s. I mean, the dude does not look any different from when he was in romeo and juliet (laughs) back in the 90s he looks exactly he's lost a little bit of baby fat and that is
0: it yep we love paul what
1: is he i mean i didn't like him at all when he was back then i was like no i do not like him then i didn't like him in clueless i just did not like him He he was too smarmy and now he's just got that quality that you're like
0: ooh. I actually do like you. He's just charming, and, and yep. the MCU is is so much better because he's in it. Yep. And, and it just adds an element that no, no other character could bring the way that he does, and it's just... It's hard to quantify exactly what he brings, but he brings his redness, and there is now redness in the MCU, and they can never get rid of the redness because it is there, stained forever. Yep. All right. You know, now, I probably should have started with this, but I, I just have one news story. I'm not sure why you would ever want this or who would ever want to use it twice. A Japanese professor has created a lickable TV screen that you can taste. That sounds very
1: Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Like the snozberries taste like
0: snozberries We are the dream makers. That's what this guy is. But again, where would this ever come in a situation where you would use it more than once? Like, let's say you walk into a restaurant. There's a menu there. Oh, I wonder what that tastes like. Lick, and then you go to the person behind you. Hey, you want a taste? No, I don't want a taste of that. Like, why? why Well, I I mean, if you had it as like your own phone or iPad. All right, there is more bacteria on my phone than in a toilet. I am not licking <laughs> my phone, all right? I know where my hands have been when I touched that screen. Well, I'm but maybe if he's,
1: if he's made it tasteable and lickable, then surely they can't make it antimicrobial as well.
0: I mean, You can't, but there's still only a certain point to which an antimicrobial surface like a stainless steel will eliminate microbes. It just kind of means it keeps them on the surface and they wipe right off. They don't like seep down into the surface. So you've still got to find a way to clean it.
1: Yeah, but maybe it has its own little like little spray and then it goes and then it's clean.
0: All right. So let's say you walk into a restaurant and you see about 17 other people lick the little menu board for different things and someone goes ee, ee, and cleans it. Are you going to go lick that? Then? No, you're not going to go lick that. I don't okay, care how many I'm times not it's thinking. Clean. If it's
1: a TV screen, I'm not thinking it's going to be in a restaurant. I'm thinking it's going to be in my house. All
0: right, well, why, why? Like, what, what is that going to do for you?
1: Well, it's, it's, like char- it's like Wonka used to say, you know, you want to taste something before you actually invest in it so you want to go and like go oh look the new bar of chocolate is it going to taste and you go oh it is good i'm going to go buy one
0: so like amazon so amazon can employ this on their kindle devices ship them into your home and then get you to buy more stuff probably just don't see this yet i don't i understand all kinds of things with the metaverse it's great that's coming there's a whole lot of great or maybe it will go
1: with like an oasis like rig set up so that when you're in the vr you're actually able like to 4D. taste stuff yeah but not like 20d so well, you're like, like the- <laughs> smell a vision you know here well didn't see, they have that from. in the
0: oasis they had the smell things they had the that, smell
1: tower yeah. but they didn't have anything that you could taste anything So at that point, you're just like, or you could put some sort of little rubber thing on your tongue that the taste would go on your tongue, like programmable tongue and it tastes like something, but it's yours only.
0: And that's where I think they'd have to go if they do a VR type thing like that is that you can actually stimulate parts of the brain to get you to taste things. And that's what you'd have to figure out how to do. I'm not licking a screen. Just do it virtually, like wiggle my brain a bit, poke a certain spot, get my leg to twitch, put my tongue to taste. It's fine. I just, no, no, not in this COVID world we're in. I'm not licking stuff, okay? okay, That's just (laughs) Just weird. Useless technology to me, but that's my news of the weird. I just saw that and uh, I know you've got a ton there, so I'll let you Yeah, I've got a fun
1: story for you. So talking of Paul Rudd a few minutes ago, Um, I was reading up on the new movie, which will be Ant-Man 3, and it's called Quantumania. Now, it doesn't come out until next year, I believe. Or is it the end of this year? I can't remember. Um, No, it's probably 2023. No, I I think think. it's 2023. But in a recent podcast, Bill Murray...
0: I saw this. I'm so excited.
1: ...said that he is now in Quantumania. And when they asked him what his role was, a direct quote, My powers is... I'm a bad guy. Can you? I, I don't. I don't know if he I can is going to be this. a villain. Can you see Bill Murray as a I villain? I can't this see this is Bill so Murray hard. as a villain. But I am so
0: excited he's in the new movie. This is going to be amazing. I mean, he has done some weird roles. He's done oh, some yeah. very spaced out, wasn't it, Lost in Translation type roles mm-hmm. that he just acts a bit odd. And I guess he could bring the psychotic nature of a villain where if you just have a, a, a really well, even as
1: venkman he can be pretty crazy at times like yeah scary crazy he could just be creepy crazy because he's quite creepy in the ghostbusters movies as well leering over sigourney weaver the entire time
0: Yeah, that was a bit creepy yeah he's a bit too old for her
1: so he could be like
0: super creepy okay I, I like this, though. Bill Murray, in his later years, has turned into my third grandfather. I mean, I, I love the fact he's just such an amazing guy. I, I always love watching him golf, and he puts on crazy hats and just has fun with the crowd. And he's such an amazing, just likable, amiable guy that you want to go and just spend some time with. And
1: I've got to say, having seen the end of uh, Zombieland 2, when they do the tribute to Bill Murray... And him after Garfield, kind of fighting the zombies and like skipping with a like a fold down chair, hitting zombies in the head. It just makes you just want to go, "Oh, give me a I like you." Yeah, his
0: comedy is just amazing. I mean, he he blends the the physical comedy with just such good wit and humor. Where, where some characters just rely on the physical, some just all they can do is kind of mouth off a bit, but he just has them both and really ties them both together so well.
1: I um, I picked up a copy of uh, one of his first movies called Meatballs, and it's uh, an old 70s summer camp movie. You really get to see him at his raw estate, And he does this whole speech about the fact they're about to lose to the other summer camp on the other side of the lake. And he does this, it just doesn't matter speech. And you know that was completely ad-libbed the way he did it. And that everybody is just completely charmed by him and just want to get involved. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And it's just brilliant. But it's so cool watching him and his like absolute raw estate before he was, you know, before Hollywood, before anything
0: major, where he's just
1: being Bill Murray.
0: And it's it's brilliant. And it reminds you of why you are proud to be born in the era that we are looking at those short shorts they used to wear in, in gym back in the day that were basically like thongs on men. Like, how did they do that? I just don't understand. I can't. I got to have long shorts and the fact that they're just like these short shorts. Although shorts today are creeping back up again oh I like know. on guys, which I guess power to you. I still like to have my my legs covered. My, yes. Maybe my knees covered a little yeah. bit. shows my age a bit there, but still I just... Those 70s and 80s shorts were terrible. Yeah, they, they were, were. just
1: terrible. Awful. Absolutely awful. Uh, more I, news. News. More news. Okay. Our favorite resident
0: alien is back. Alan Tudyk. Alan Yay! Tudyk. You guys, Alan Tudyk needs your love. He is such an amazing actor. You need to watch the show.
1: And not only that, I mean, I just found out I'm I'm absolutely obsessed with Encanto at the moment. It is the music that just keeps bringing me back to that movie. It's so well done. And I know it's uh, Lin-Manuel who did the new Mary Poppins. He okay. was the guy who wrote Hamilton. I've got to say, I've watched mm-hmm. Hamilton. And I was not as thrilled as everybody else seems to be. It's good, but it's not my sort of thing, but, but in Kanto, I've got to say <laughs> the music, I just keep watching it for the music and then finding out that, um, Mi- Miriam. Oh yeah. Is, uh, Rosa from nine, Brooklyn nine, Brooklyn nine. 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 <laughs> and now I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like that is so cool. I didn't realize she could sing. Um, but yeah, finding out that Alan Tudyk played the toucan, just making a cute couple of little, wah, wah, noises in the background is absolutely insane to me like he is everywhere well, Dis- and
0: disney for the last 10 years has put him in literally everything that w- whether it is just something yeah. like that wasn't he the in raya the dragon he was the little squeaking yep. ball that rolled around yeah uh, whatever that ball's name was i think he was even uh, murray
1: in shang chi
0: probably Again, he's in everything. He's he's in all of the different things. Uh, Duke of Weselton from Frozen, if you remember that, back, you know, again, a decade ago, probably at this point. Um, Uh,
1: K2SO in Rogue One. I mean, Firefly, you name it, he's in it. And he's a brilliant actor, but he does this show. He headlines it, which he totally deserves. It's called Resident Alien. And the first season, he's all about him being an alien. He basically comes to Earth to destroy the Earth completely but unfortunately he crash lands and his um, little gadget that destroys the earth gets broken so then he has to pretend to be human and unfortunately there's like one percent of the planet that can actually see through his disguise and see he's an alien one of which being this little boy who belongs to the mayor he's like the mayor's son who can see he's an alien so he starts having this all-out war with a
0: nine-year-old and the mayor thinks his son is crazy yeah, and, and they're the gonna send him away ads.
1: yeah it's it's so funny brilliant, like the guys, stuff is brilliant. brilliant really is season two starts on january 26th it's going to be premiering on sci-fi but also on usa which is in america they're doing a simulcast premiere well, and then it's just well, going yeah. on to sci-fi or siffy yeah. if you want sci-fi. to be sci-fi on here it's on now tv or on sky if you get sky watch it it is so good go back and watch season one it's so worth watching this season two we're going back in he was kind of getting more human he decided not to destroy the earth he's leaving the planet and then finds out the kid who he's been fighting with the whole time has snuck onto his spaceship so he's now got to return back to earth spoilers
0: spoilers
1: Okay, so he's got to return back to Earth. So we will be seeing him and finding out. Apparently, they're going into New York, which is going to be really interesting because he's been in this tiny little town as a doctor, and now he's going to New York, and we'll see what happens there.
0: I just again, I just remembered a podcast that Alan Tudyk did with Chris Hardwick, who mm-hmm. hosts the Talking Dead, and he was. Going through his voices, and he was the voice of King Candy as well from Wreck-It yep. Ralph, and it, it was just this hilarious moment where he he talked to Chris about uh, putting out an album of him doing King Candy does vaudeville type songs, mm-hmm. and, and then he starts singing vaudeville songs as King Candy, and it, it's hilarious. He's just such a character. Yeah. And, and yeah, you can move on now. I, I just, I'm going to gush about Alan Tudyk because he is just such a likable guy. When we met him, we talked to him for a while. And again, he just is engaging. He yep. just draws you in and he's just an amazing, nice guy. Also, oh, Con Men, that was really good as well. If you want to mm-hmm. watch a fun show that he did that was more of a, a web type based show, uh, look that one up if you like his humor and it's great.
1: Okay, a uh, couple other things this year that we're looking in, uh, looking up for. We've got Moonfall coming out next movies. month.
0: Alright, so how how many? If you could only watch ten movies in the next year, which ten would you pick out? I know that's gonna be hard okay. to bring. Well, how many do you have there on the list of just have Thank to see movies? Because I, I know every year at the beginning of the year I look at the movies that I have to watch, and it's something like thirty or forty. Eighteen? Numbers. Oh, only eighteen. Okay, so only eighteen.
1: So I'll definitely go with Moonfall because I love my disaster movies, and this has got headlining Sam from Game of Thrones and i absolutely love sam and he made it through to the end (laughs) so that made me really happy because we thought he was going to be king but he wasn't he's headlining that one it looks really good some sort of alien force is basically causing the moon to crash land to the earth it's gonna watch london new york and paris get destroyed as they always do in disaster movies well worth a watch looks fantastic
0: Can I just add one that I know won't be on your list? What that Morbius really just bothered me again. Oh, it is on your list. I was gonna say it got pushed back. It was supposed to be out this month.
1: Yep. So Morbius is definitely on my list. I've really been waiting for that one. I like Jared Leto. I've liked him since I was a kid. Actually, I'm really excited that Morbius is coming out.
0: But not till May.
1: No, I know. Fantastic Beasts 2: Secrets of Dumbledore. I really didn't like the Grindelwald one. It wasn't good. It just was too dark. And this one looks like they've lightened it. It looks like it's much more about the animals and the beasts, which was my complaint from the last one. There just wasn't enough of the beasts in it. And I'm really excited about that. And so, a muggle's
0: becoming a wizard. A and muggle's a muggle's becoming, becoming a wizard. A wizard.
1: <laughs> that is fun. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Definite oh, watch. Oh, just
0: so and if many, you have so many if you're looking
1: forward to that one and haven't seen Marvel's What If yet. Go and watch What If. You oh. need to watch it. At
0: least the Doctor Strange one, because it looks At like the end pulling episode. straight from it. It's just pulling straight from that episode. Yeah,
1: the, those two episodes are imperative for this, if not all that series, because it's really important. So make sure you're watching that.
0: I wonder if they'll try to tie the Loki. I, I know they're going straight from Spider Man, but I yeah. wonder if they're going to really tie the Loki straight in because they haven't done direct tie ins from the T V shows into movies yet. Mm. I know with WandaVision there's gonna be a little bit there, but yeah, I, I just I wanna see them really start just going straight from TV to movies and, and bringing that together.
1: Jurassic World Dominion You know, the last one, Fallen Kingdom, wasn't my favourite. But anything that's got a Velociraptor in it, I'm there. So, yes, please, thank you very much. I can't wait to see Blue again. That's always good. Thor, Love and Thunder. That will be the movie of the year. It will be? It will be. No,
0: Batman's going to be the movie of the year blockbuster. My My 2022 prediction, emo Batman movie of the year blockbuster. I don't even want to watch that
1: nonsense. Ew. Thor, Love and Thunder. That will be amazing. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Emo Batman. Emo Batman. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse looks amazing. Amazing. I that really that, that enjoyed... one to
0: me will be a home watch. I don't oh, it have will be a home the watch, but I, one, but I, do want to see looking, that one. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Uh, Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. Depending on who becomes so no Black Fimber. Panther, you
0: still want to see it, though. I will. You'll
1: still yeah. want to see it. Aquaman Two: The Trench.
0: I heard momoa was getting jacked up on set so he's been doing his own stunts he had he had surgery on his eye he broke some ribs i mean he's he's done a lot so guys just so you know when you go watch that movie know that jason momoa put his all into that role uh and is really trying to bring it
1: oh and Um, in sad
0: jason momoa news he split from his wife recently yeah i heard about that and what i just found out though now that he's not anymore is that he was zoe Kravitz's stepfather for the time that he was, well, he was with, I can't think of his wife's name or ex-wife's name now, but they were together for 16 years uh, and then got married for the last five. But yeah, he was Zoe Kravitz's stepdad and I had no clue. And now they're not anymore, sadly enough.
1: So the last two I'm going to pick,
0: um, The what? Lost
1: City looks hilarious. Okay. So that one is Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. It was actually supposed to be Ryan Reynolds, but Channing Tatum stepped in. And it's about Boo. a romance novel.
0: Boo! You, he dropped you're gonna out. You're going to replace Ryan Reynolds and put Channing Tatum in his place and expect me to want to watch no, it? No,
1: but it looks hilarious. So she's a romance novel writer and she basically gets kidnapped. And the guy who's always on the cover of all of her books, like a Fabio character.
0: A.K.A. Channing Tatum.
1: goes and tries to rescue her and it looks absolutely ridiculous but really funny at the same time so i'm always up for sandra b sandy b is my girl she always makes me laugh she's always i've not seen her in anything that's funny that i haven't enjoyed
0: so it's it's as if the proposal was going to be an action rom com but then you took out ryan reynolds and now it's dropped down to gi joe level is kind of what we're gonna get it's like GI Joe as a rom-com channing
1: tatum says that's the one movie he regrets doing
0: G.I. Joe? (laughs) He said, I had such
1: high hopes of it, and I was so excited. And when I got there, I was so disappointed with what they did with the whole thing. And it was so bad that I wish I'd never been a part of it.
0: I think the thing people forget, again, is that it's G.I. Joe made into a movie. And if you watched the cartoon, it actually... Pretty much translated straight across, but I understand if he was wanting to make something a little more serious. That's definitely. I don't think not he wanted to make got. anything
1: serious. I think he just wanted to make it better.
0: Yeah, which you could have done. it, yeah. it was it was garbage.
1: Um, the last <laughs> garbage. one I'm going to pick. Ooh, I'm going to go with Cyrano because I really like. Cyrano de Bergerac I've watched a couple of different versions of it um Steve Martin did a version called Roxanne back in the day oh, with the is, really is long the nose it is Peter oh,
0: okay. Dinklage Peter Dinklage
1: Peter, <laughs> Dinklage Peter Dinklage Peter Dinklage Cyrano de Bergerac is it's about it's a story of unrequited love he has a friendship with a woman that he's absolutely in love with and she likes this other person and he kind of goes along to try and help the other person and they end up falling in love anyway because he re- she realises everything she loves about this other person is because Cyrano's been helping him. It's a really amazing, lovely story, but it's Peter Dinklage. And Peter Dinklage is amazing in everything I've seen him in. So I want to see Peter Dinklage.
0: Call me an elf one more time. <laughs> <laughs> You're an angry elf. <laughs> I drink and know things. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love you, Peter Dinklage. You You make me smile. You are He is amazing. amazing. I mean, there's so many other good movies coming out. Uncharted, Death on the Nile, Sonic 2, Top Gun Maverick. uh, Is Sonic 2 just next month?
0: Is that February?
1: Yeah. Uh, Flash is coming out. Black Adams this year, too. Yeah. And the only one I'm really not excited about is Lightyear because I Mm. don't know how you can do Buzz without Tim Allen. Because... I need Buzz.
0: I, I know, but it's Chris Chris Evans. But I need Tim Allen. But you've got Captain America as an astronaut. I need Tim Allen. Exploring strange new worlds. I need Tim seeking Allen. Seeking out new life and new civilizations. I want my Tim Allen. To boldly go. With Tim Allen. To infinity and beyond. I couldn't think of where that was going. <laughs> That's terrible. I know terrible. It'll be all right. Yeah, I'm not. I can't say I'm, I'm enamored with that one. Again, I'll watch it when it comes out and is free on Disney Plus. That that that's the amount of investments I have in that yep. one. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not going to pay for the premiere access either. Just whenever it becomes free, I will yep. watch it. Absolutely. And uh, I'm already paying Disney my money, so I figure you know what, you're getting my money, Disney. That's my support towards that movie. Absolutely. All right. I know you've got a few more things in video games. I think. Going forward, yes, you were wanting to touch on a few more things. Yeah, so go.
1: really, really, really fast. So something that the Geek Underground will be sprouting out into this year. We are working with our friend Kerry from America.
0: And she's known as Jumpy Wizard. One of the top Overwatch players in the world. Yeah, do, well, do, not do, do. quite. Well, but what do you mean? She's sh- probably top 1% of 1%. I mean, platinum level Overwatch players are very rare. Well, that's
1: she's got two accounts. So that account is not platinum. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to play with her. But, but yeah, still, so she is yes. an amazing player. And so we are going to be branching out and actually creating a Twitch screen Twitch stream, not a Twitch screen.
0: (laughs) You're going to stream. Actually might
1: work with me and her playing. Uh, So we're going to be branching out and actually doing a Twitch and Discord kind of like games
0: night. I can I just talk to the the, the people listening first for a second here? All right. You are going to want to listen to this because it is hilarious as Jumpy Wizard and Trash Panda sit there and badmouth all the people they think they should have beaten. It is nothing but... Yes, a scream fest, uh, and you're not going to want to miss it. So, you'll want to tune in just for that because okay. it's hilarious hearing a British lady that yeah. thinks she's prim and proper cussing out. Well, I don't people. cuss.
1: <laughs> I do use some interesting metaphors she at times. She throws
0: daggers, guys. She throws daggers at people. She doesn't even know.
1: Yeah, well, when when you're not doing your job properly, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna. <laughs> anyway so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be working um at the start we're going to be doing destiny 2 and overwatch so we will be on one night a week we are going to be just streaming for a couple of hours you can join us live uh we're going to be having a lot of fun playing like i say overwatch and destiny 2 so we might be getting some other players in with us so keep an eye on it my name on both is techno sugar so, if you um, ever see Techno Sugar on Destiny 2 or on Overwatch, please send me a friend invite, say hello. I'd love to play with you. We're going to be streaming like i said once a week and we're gonna be playing those games specifically only because they're the games we know best and they're games that we can have loads of other people join in with us and have fun uh we've got quite a little squad going on overwatch as well that we really enjoy playing with so a big shout out to moon pie and to mr frosty and miss Puffs, and it's miss puffs birthday today Today. so happy birthday miss puffs because we love you, and Artie, um, who's actually our daughter, and she is an amazing Overwatch player. So she's going to be joining us as well. And then we shall also be hopefully branching out into some um, Minecraft maybe and some other games that are coming out. We've heard that the new Hogwarts game is actually going to become an MMO, so we're hoping maybe to play some Harry Potter there and you know, do our little expecto patronums and stuff. that would be fun. But it's going to be a lot of fun. But we've been talking recently because Jumpy has been playing Overwatch forever and we play comp as a little team. It goes really well. You will hear more about this when we get it all set up. It will be under the Geek GeekUG as everything else, because we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on everything as the Geek UG, and you can hit us up there.
0: I think we should wrap up for our first show. This is yeah. a good first show of 2022. Uh, Year of the Duck. Year of wah, the wah. Duck. <laughs> I don't, wah, wah, I don't know about wah, wah, wah. Um, I, I want to finish with one thing. Oh, and it, it, it's Gordon Ramsay news, and, and it goes – straight from my heart to my stomach. Yes, Gordon Ramsay, he has just raved about how In-N-Out is far and away one of his favorite places to go visit okay. in America.
1: just so you know, for those British people who've never heard of In-N-Out, In-N-Out is a burger, like a fast food place. However, I've got to say, I'm not a big fan of McDonald's. I don't go out for burgers very often, at fast food joints, because I'm not a big fan of them. In-N-Out, double-double animal style, is hands down the best fast food burger out there. And I would happily go there any day of the week.
0: Oh, yeah. And Gordon Ramsay's like, hey, no disrespect to Shake Shack, who, who my buddy's here on the East Coast. It's all about in and out, though. And guys, on the menu, if you've never been to one, the menu is a burger or a cheeseburger. And then you can just make it a double, double, a triple, triple, whatever you want to do. But that's it. And there's fries. And you can get a soda or a milkshake. Nothing else is on that menu. But they hand make
1: like the chips in store. Like you watch them with the potatoes, like chipping them through the machine and then frying them. And you watch them hand doing lettuce and chopping tomatoes, and then so baking the bread awesome. on yeah, the premises. Everything is awesome. Everything is fresh. It's not, and it's not that limp like rubber that they call cheese in America. It's proper
0: cheese. Trash panda. She said something called animal style. That's actually part of the secret menu in and out. You have to ask for it. And what they do differently is they cook your beef patty in mustard. Uh, plus, the onions will be will be kind of grilled and sautéed up a bit. A little bit more of their special sauce which is amazing, and, and again, super cheap, it's fast food prices, uh, some of the best fast food you're going to have, so if you've never been, it has been mostly West Coast, but it's snuck across now into Texas, and they. I heard they may be opening some up in Florida, but they will not open a new restaurant until they have a direct contract with a beef uh, producer so they can get beef fresh. So everything mm-hmm. has to be farm to table is what they want. They Nothing ever comes uh, frozen. So Gordon Ramsay, thank you so much for that love because as a kid that was just my favorite place growing up and it still holds a dear place. Yeah, because apparently
1: heart. he had one, ate it, and then was so impressed, <laughs> went back round through the drive-thru and, and ordered another, another one.
0: one. Uh, we love you. And for Gordon Ramsay, you know, oh, this no. guy that just spits out food on Hell's Kitchen. It, to go through a fast food place and say, this is the burger you have to have. We love it. Guys, it has been a pleasure uh, spending the last, you know, 45 minutes or so with you. We love doing this. We're, we're going to be doing this uh, bi-weekly now into the new year and again send us what stuff you'd like us to talk about we 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 love bringing things that that you know bring, bring some light to your life and again a lot of that for me has just been touching on the mental health and the things that we're struggling with especially through covid and and what it's done to us but finding ways that we can that we can pull through this together and i, I love focusing on that and making sure that you know that we we're not in this alone and that you, you don't have to just survive life, that you can actually thrive in this life. And you need to know that. So, guys, it's been a pleasure. We love you. Don't forget to be awesome and trash panda. And
1: be unique. Be a peacock in a field of penguins. Be yourself. Be the amazing person that God made you to be because you are awesome. Yes. Yep.
0: So, bye. Yeah, yeah I was waiting for that, but the, the, <laughs> the bye didn't come. The Geek Underground will return next week, but until then, don't forget to be awesome.